Hello, dear listener, and welcome to a very special preview of a Call Me By Your Game co-op episode all about the newest Halo game, Halo Infinite. Uh, these episodes are normally exclusively found on our Patreon, which is an incredible way that you can support this show if you've been enjoying it. We are over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio, and these are available at our $10 DJ Toad tier. Uh, these are monthly episodes where I sit down with a group of people and talk to them about a meaningful game uh, that we enjoyed. Uh, we have covered, this is episode 19, so we have covered Breath of the Wild, Tony Hawk 1 and 2, Final Fantasy 10, Skyrim, NFL Blitz, uh, Celeste, cu- several Metroid games, God of War 2018. We've covered a lot of really incredible games. Uh, so if you like the book club style format, I'd encourage you to check us out there and considering and consider supporting us. Uh, that's also where our games club lives over at Super NPC Radio. The full Legend of Zelda Games Club is living there where we covered every mainline series or game in the series with the exception of two, uh, and where our Metal Gear Solid Games Club will come for the first half of 2022. Um, but this episode, I am joined by veterans of the format, Teo Yang and Cody Ziegler, to talk about the newest installment in the Halo series. We really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was just such a fun time. So please enjoy this 30-minute preview of the series and consider uh, checking out the full version on our Patreon. Um, what is your history with the Halo series like? Oh, oh, baby. I was there from day one. <laughs> um, and, and then I left between like day like uh, 700 and like 5,000. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I uh, got an Xbox on pretty close to launch, I think. Wow. Uh, I think my brother bought it for me. And then one day... I was living in like Missouri and he lived in like Maryland. And one day my mom was like, I think you should put that Dreamcast away. She didn't say Dreamcast. She just said like the game system away. Yes. Going to get a bigger one. I was like, what I am? <laughs> um, nice hint drop, mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had Halo, played the hell out of it, played it with friends, uh, loved it. Uh, I was just thinking about this while thinking about going to record this podcast that um the if you guys haven't seen it, the Halo Two E three reveal, it's like a it's like a gameplay demo of it. Ooh, is like one of the greatest like E three demos <laughs> of all time. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I've seen it. Is it like is it just the gameplay or is just it like, like the is they're revealing that Halo Two is coming out too? It, it's that the it's just like the the reveal each like beat of the game that they're revealing is just like it makes the audience go more and more nuts it's like the moment that like oh they they show like well now you can hold two guns in, in your hand everyone loses their mind it's it really is like uh someone watching a marvel movie it's like oh yeah. my god 
he can dual wield submachine guns. Let's go. I can dual wield two different guns at the same time. <laughs> um, the And then they like reveal like, oh, Marines can finally drive the Warthog around. So you can just like mm-hmm. gunning. Hmm. And then, oh, I mean, people lose it when um, they they like reveal that you can like uh, board enemy vehicles while they're still like driving them and like getting oh. them like when they reveal that everyone loses their mind like it's just like a perfect demo of like cool stuff that's coming that checks out i also forget sometimes as much as halo one like a lot of great series really sets the path for it and sets a lot of the series norms two mm-hmm. really did add so much oh, yeah. and introduced a lot like almost as much as the first game did just on top of that yeah Mm. Yep. Gosh. Yeah. Halo 2 played a lot of that online. That was like, you know, so crazy. I had like a PC, so it wasn't like, oh, like playing a first person shooter online wasn't like mm-hmm. that big a deal, but I had to play a lot of it. And like, just like the addictiveness of it, like, that's like the first game with like levels where you're like gaining experience for every game you play and you just unlock mm. nothing <laughs> yes. uh, besides like little <laughs> emblems and stuff. Um, yeah. And then I, then I dropped off and haven't really played a Halo game since because i didn't really have i didn't have a 360 gotcha or xbox i played this on i played halo infinite on pc so amazing and now you're back and now i'm back dang that's uh <laughs> that's awesome well uh very cool uh zig what about you what's your history with the series uh my story is not too different from from teo's i also got an xbox pretty close to launch uh nice. and my mom did the the torturous thing where she let me open one Christmas gift before or on Christmas Eve, and I opened up the Halo game that, that <gasps> I had. So I literally <laughs> spent the entire Christmas Eve just rereading the manual for Halo, like all the all the the, the enemies, all the weapons. Like I remember they had like the, how the Marines, and they're like they may be good, but they're still just human. And I, as like a twelve year old, I'm like, oh my god, they're not gonna make it. <laughs> so like I was I was fully in. Like I played the hell out of that game, and it was the first um the first time I've ever heard of like tie-in stuff so like i remember they were advertising like read the fall of reach book i was like video games have books what yeah like i i went full board like i read that i read the first strike i read the basically the flood the three like trilogies that they they released book wise and i was like this is my shit and i did the exact same thing with halo 2 i played the hell of it uh i played the hell out of uh, halo 3 and then um like tayo i also took a break so like when when basically i think um after was it reach was like the yeah. last one made by Bungie. Like mm. after that one, like, which to me is like, that's still like hands down my favorite halo experience. Like I really think there was banging on all cylinders, but after they switched to three, four, three studios, I basically skipped halo four mm-hmm. and halo guard guardians, I think was the, 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 the fifth one. So like when they released, um, the Master Chief Collection, like on the Xbox, the Game Pass, like I finally played those. But oh. yeah, I, I took a probably a solid eight to ten year break from Halo after Halo Reach dropped. It seems pretty common. Um, and for some people, it's like a Bungie allegiance. For others, it's mm-hmm. that the feel or like what they saw from four was just like it deviated too much from what they were used to. And they're like, I don't really think I think this is a good time for me to get out. Um, yeah, you both said you got it. Each got an Xbox early on in the in the game, like near the game's release. Uh, the first mm-hmm. Halo that is, and uh, which was on my 11th birthday, uh, November 15th, 2001. <laughs> uh, don't forget it. Um, but uh, see that 9/11, we say never forget. But for my birthday, 2001, <laughs> it's don't forget it. Um, mm-hmm. But I wasn't anticipating this game. Was this something that was it a surprise for either of you two? Do you remember anticipating this? 
I barely. I I I remember being excited about it because I had a subscription to Electronic Gaming Monthly. Okay, and they were doing a bunch of like promos for it, and like I I I didn't have any other game systems. Like I just had I think I had maybe a a old PlayStation. So like even though I was subscribed to this to EGM for years, I never had a new console. So like I was like, oh, these it's like aliens, but you're. A robot guy, basically everything that like a twelve year old kid would be super stoked about. I was like, let me get into this, and like that's. I guess I, I begged enough, and my mom finally broke down and, and got an Xbox for me. Amazing, and and Teo, you you're like not sure if you really remember. I really feel like the hype kind of came because I, I I think I was a I was a game pro kid. Okay, cool. um, that's uh-huh. what it's called, right? God, like the that was definitely yeah. one pro tips. Yeah. Um, and I think I don't really remember much about Halo before it came. Out. I feel like the hype came after it came out. I was like, oh, this is like because everyone was hyping it up. Like this is like the killer app on the on mm-hmm. Xbox. The only reason mm-hmm. to get an Xbox because um, also like and this is after the fact. Like famously, like Halo is was like a Mac game. Yes, before because it was like Bungie was like a Mac only developer. They like were the only ones making like games on on MacBooks and stuff. Um, and it was like a strategy game. So I just feel like there wasn't much. It like, feels like it's like a really big long shot that it was even a, a successful series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it. I think I about a year and a half ago, we did a whole episode on the first game. So I got to know a lot more about the history, which about three quarters of that has faded from my mind. But a lot of what you're saying, Taylor, <laughs> or Taylor, Taylor, that's good. <laughs> uh, I'm going to that's that was the best slip I will ever have in my life. Um, <laughs> Tao, a lot of what you're saying. Uh, uh, is ringing a bell for me. Um, and yeah, I think a lot did change, especially in like, I want to say the last like six months before the release of that game. I think mm-hmm. Kotaku even recently did like a sort of what if column where they were like, what if, let's look into the idea of Halo just being a Mac exclusive back in 2001. Mm. Uh, didn't read it, so I can't tell you what's in it, but uh, <laughs> Would it is an interesting view of alternate history. Um, as far as my history with the series goes, I've told this on other podcasts, but I got introduced to Halo in I think the best way you could, which is I went to a friend's birthday party in mm-hmm. seventh grade. It was I was at a, a new junior high school. I mean, a junior high school, so it, we were all new to it in seventh grade, but. Uh, I had like become friendly with kids from the one of the other elementary schools, so not my traditional mm-hmm. friends. And we went over to to a guy named Lee Flurry, uh, his house, uh, and he had set up a LAN party because him and his friends were all already like totally indoctrinated into the series. <laughs> so this is like, I want to say, fall of two thousand. It must have been fall of '03, and um, so two years after the game's launch. But I had never experienced anything like this. I had played multiplayer mm-hmm. games, but I didn't play anything online at this point, and let alone in like a group this large. Uh, I think I had dabbled with Goldeneye mm-hmm. and Perfect Dark a little, but this was really like my intro to like the first-person shooter genre, and I mm-hmm. just fell in love. They even <laughs> I gotta shout them out. There, I mean, of course. I'm sure we're all familiar with the famous video series Red vs. Blue by Rooster yeah. Teeth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Halo series. But they even made their own called Pink vs. Brown, um, <laughs> which uh, I remember just being like, man, it's so cool that they're doing all this stuff. Anyway, uh, I got so into this game that 
actually for that year, for my birthday, a few months later, I got a computer and Halo for it. My It was like the <laughs> greatest birthday ever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I was talking, I was telling Teo this earlier as well. I, I mean, I definitely played through the campaign maybe once on that PC, mm-hmm. but I got so into online play because it was a lot easier yeah, on yeah, yeah. the PC for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I played that for years, uh, just going on these huge maps because you could also like, I don't think they had a micro, you couldn't use a microphone, but you could like type out your yeah, like, yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if mm-hmm. anyone kills you, you'd be like, oh, stupid or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there was a lot of like uh, racist and homophobic th- things thrown out as well. Um, yeah. But it was just so magical and it was cool. Mm-hmm. I somehow missed two and three for a while. I didn't have ever have an Xbox until the 360 and like the year before the, the Xbox One came out. But I had uh, I did play two and co-op with a friend in college, and we played three. He was a big Halo yeah. guy. Um, mm-hmm. I think I had played three a little bit in high school with some people who were into it. And then uh, I – so I had a 360 when 4 came out, and I loved 4. 4 gets trashed <laughs> on a lot, but I really enjoyed it. What was the story for 4 again? Which so one? 4 is – like there are these uh, – this is going to not be close, but – I want to say there's a whole – they finally introduced a new species of enemies oh, that yeah, are like yeah. these sort of like – they they always seem like really spiritual but also like technological. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. If I can't even get they close were like, to – They were like evil forerunners, right? That was their deal. They were like robotic sort of like robo-sentient things. Is that the yeah. one I was for? Something yeah. like that. And like I their weapons. Oh, Prometheans, right? Was it Prometheans? Was that it their could called? be. I honestly yeah, do yeah. not remember. Isn't that also like a Mass Effect uh, evil species? Yeah. Right? <laughs> there was like eight yeah. like sci-fi species that we could all use. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And they plucked that one. But I, I, you know, was down for the story. Was down for the gameplay. Mm-hmm. I played. Uh, I played three multiplayer a lot on the 360. But that mm-hmm. was the one that I played even more. And with my college roommates, have some good memories. But. Since that one, I haven't played a Halo game until this. And this was like the game that I was sort of waiting for <laughs> to play, even though there are some really great things on Xbox. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why that's I got a Series S this fall. Or, yes. or actually in December. And Oh, yeah, yeah, just a cute little speaker boy. Um, yeah, same here. You did too? Yeah, I was because I, I already bought a PS5. I was one of the lucky few that got a PS5 when it first came out. Yes. And I was like, this is... I can't justify ever spending this much m- money on a game <laughs> console ever again. So I got the the S because I also saw that like the Matt Apodaca introduced me to the concept of the Game Pass. So I was like, oh, if I can just like pay ten bucks a month or whatever and just download everything and delete it when I get done, that that will get rid of the need of me to have a a, a huge mm-hmm. collection of physical video game discs. So yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm now also a Game Pass uh, person. It is simultaneously mm-hmm. like the greatest and worst thing that's ever happened to me yeah. because. <laughs> I'm like, wow, look at all of this at my disposal, and yet mm-hmm. I am having trouble playing anything on it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Now, you know, I'll just play a new version of Hades. I'll just yeah. play it on. Yeah. <laughs> Three just give that another Game Pass shows on one podcast, huh? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's us. You hear um, that, Microsoft? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope you do, and please support us. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that catches us all up to this game coming out. Um Getting into uh, the release of this game, uh, I don't. Uh, if if either of you really want to get in into the weeds, we absolutely can. But on the surface level, this was supposed to be the. It was announced in 2018 at E3, 
um, as an Xbox One and PC mm-hmm. exclusive. Uh, and then once after the Series X and S were announced, this was supposed to be like the primo launch title for mm-hmm. the game uh, for the console. And as we know now, it was delayed. Um, yeah, I think it was. So it's supposed to come out November tenth, twenty twenty, um, alongside the console. But in in August, they delayed it after. I don't. I don't know if there was a demo or if it was just like a like a video demo. <laughs> Of yeah, one it's of like the a levels. video demo. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But apparently, I want to say that's the thing that people were like, "Oh no, I don't <laughs> know." Even though they, I think they had introduced the grappling hook, which we oh, we'll spend some time on the grappling <laughs> yeah, hook, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it f- f- they decided it was a good idea to push it, and it's funny because this is also like three months before Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven <laughs> came out, and like really yeah. had an uh. Basically, the opposite fortune where they didn't delay the game any further and it was a disaster. Uh, mm-hmm. And whereas this game, I think there are some things playing through it that I'm like, hmm, I feel like this is probably held over from like yeah. the skeleton of mm-hmm. what they had before. Um, but in in uh, summation, they they delayed the game and then it finally came out uh, on. Well, it came out in a few pieces, actually, yeah. and there's still yeah. more to come out, which is this is just like the modern era of gaming that we're in, where I believe the beta for multiplayer came out on November 15th, this uh, 2021. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know when the actual multiplayer launched, probably a few weeks after that, but then the campaign was available uh, December 8th. So it took yeah. a little bit. And I think I think I got my Xbox like three days after mm-hmm. that. I want to say. Yeah. And then I think they said that co-op will actually drop over the summer or something like that. I, so I think May. It, it, to me, I mean, I don't know anything about video game production, but it seems like COVID was like, this is, it's hard as fuck making a video game when you're not in an office. So yeah. like, these are the things that we're competing, completing as they are done and you'll get them as they are finalized. So like, just take it, just enjoy it while, I mean, it, while it comes out. It is pretty crazy to like, when you think of Halo, you think of. Two things, right? You think of Master Chief yeah. and you think of co-op. <laughs> like, exactly. And yeah. they, they didn't release it with co-op, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and they, I think they, they had to like basically fire the game director and like hire like some like another game director who's like a closer, you know, just comes in. Yeah, yeah. Bad yeah, projects, yeah. bad management. Go, all right, let's figure out how to how to close this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah, it's I. It's funny because for Halo. Um, I don't think my brain initially thinks co-op, but when I look back at the campaigns, how I beat two and three for the first time was in a co-op situation. So mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. And I think this is a game that if I were to replay it, I think it'd be really fun to do in a, in a co-op yeah. sense. Had you two- because now, now things have gotten so much better, just like easier for co-op stuff. Like back then, like you had to physically have someone with you mm-hmm. like in the same room and like you didn't have... I don't know. You, you, it, was, it was like a four by three square. Like now you have like, you know, it could be discord or oh, whatever. And like, yep. imagine playing with someone across the country who like knows their shit, just like running through one of those, like, you know, banished bases. It's like, it'd be so fun with someone else, especially if you were like doing like some shit posting gameplay where like yes. you're just using glitches and stuff and, and flying all over the map. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. If it's like, uh, I'm a complete noob and this person's been speed running Halo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So if anyone's out there who is a uh, a pro at this game, well, actually, I think we've definitely got a pro here. Uh, Teo, you beat this game on Legendary. I oh, did. wow. I did. Oh, wow. I did. And you sort of Hats off. talked it down a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a little bit of truth, but you talked about, uh, how did you phrase it? But I still I, think it's I, an accomplishment. I think it's a little bit easier than other Halos on Legendary. Okay. I beat, yeah. like, uh, I think I had, like, got through most of two. Mm-hmm. And one on legendary. It's a little easier with like the upgrades and the grappling hook because that just completely oh. changes like yeah. how you play the game. Um, yeah, it just makes it so much easier to be like be so much more mobile uh, in, in this. So it's like a little bit easier. And honestly, I feel like playing it on legendary is more like you're fighting the the, the checkpoint system. You're like, how do I activate? <laughs> how do I how do I the, activate the checkpoint? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fine. I I think I did. Maybe two and three uh, a legendary sprint wow. spent spread out over the course of like right. weeks because I there's like you know it would take you all day to get through like one level and you're yeah. like mm-hmm. I can't I don't want to be frustrated when like I'm playing a game yep. but when I was when I first started Halo Infinite I started I was playing it like those old games where in like you know you would have some big open spaces but really you're just like going down a corridor so like I'd run into a situation and blow up some jackals and then I would just get sniped from four different like you know you <laughs> yes. when, when the jackals have those like specific I can't remember the weapons but like they have like basically lead, red laser sights mm-hmm. and like you'd blow up a grunt and then you're like four of them would just fix on you and like you could take it out instantly I'm like oh yeah this is this game is built around this grapple hook this yes. grapple hook mechanic like I'm not supposed to just stay still still no. doing yeah, a firefight yeah it's it's a completely like different kind of halo game totally uh i feel like that segues us really easily into actually giving that we're already starting to talk about the game so let's mm. sort of get into it we can um we didn't talk about this before the show but i would uh i feel like we're maybe gonna f- we're prepared to talk about the campaign and we can all talk about our experience with multiplayer as mm. well however much we want i know i want to discuss that a little bit but as far as the campaign came out once i think the like embargoes would get lifted uh mm-hmm. for reviews for like publications and reviewers uh it seemed to be m- almost entirely positive uh yeah. on this thing and i will say just as an over overall um look at the campaign having finished it I also really liked it. Um, I think, mm-hmm. Zig, I was texting you about this previously. It, it's I've got a couple like cr- minor criticisms. Uh, there's some things that I thought were a little strange or I don't quite understand. <laughs> but overall, mm-hmm. it was so much fun that it like overshadowed any of the other issues that were there for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, just overall, Teo, how did you feel about this campaign? Having um, play, and again, keep in mind, you've yeah. played every I mean, video game. So I, I've played every video game, so I really, it's, I really, <laughs> really know how well it stacks up. I think uh, it's like I feel like it's your classic version of uh, first game in a series that's like mm-hmm. open world, where it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. we've we've like have the bare minimum, and we just like copy and pasted a bunch of different mission types. Um, and I, I do you guys, do you guys like find yourself like? Uh, every time you go into like a mission, into like an underground mission, um, where you're like, oh, I wish I could just go back into the, yeah. the open world part of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah. sucks. Yeah, I mean, it really because it takes like it's the opposite of what the world is. Where like you can literally go to anywhere on this section of Zeta Halo, mm-hmm. and then like the missions are just like, all right, go down this blue or red tunnel right. for 15 minutes, and then fight a big bad, and then you go back out into the place you actually want to be at. Right. Exactly. And it's like so. Mm-hmm. 
repetitive in that way. And I also, uh, maybe you, got, you two can like explain to me what happened because I skipped almost all the cutscenes. <laughs> I skipped almost every cutscene. I have no idea. I, I, it kind of feels like something about Cortana happens. Mm-hmm. I, I generally you know, that's think, pretty much what I gathered. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and there's another Cortana, but she's not Cortana. She's like a different mm. kind. Of, she's like a, a, a naive version of Cortana or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's that. So yeah, there's like really repetitive, like same missions over and over again. I wish that there were more upgrades. More upgrades yeah. would be more fun. And uh, and oh, and I think everyone's saying it's just like variety in the open mm-hmm. world it's like people are saying like oh so much stuff was cut because uh, everything is like the exact same kind of environment i think they're supposed to be planned to be like different types of like mm. biomes and different parts of the map that look different from each yeah. other but that it just it's all the same like the first the second mission of halo one like everything just looks like that yeah 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 that that was sort of my thoughts when it came to like the 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 biome of it all i was like oh this is like silent photographer only it's a 20 hour game, which yeah. is a fun, but like one of the, my favorite things about Halo was like, oh yeah, we're going to be in the desert now, or now we're going to be in like the snow caps right. and now we're going to be in like the weird underground city. Um, but all that to say, like I did really enjoy, I enjoyed the, the story a, a lot more. It seemed like it was, obviously it was a return to the classic Halo is mm-hmm. their version uh, of a reboot as much as you can. Um, yeah. They got rid of all that stuff. Like, you know what? We don't need giant world sized robots that, people are fighting against let's just make it simple it's it's humanity on a giant alien thing in space fighting bad aliens with like a robot like or with that with an ai that's that's the story mm-hmm. we'll make it simple and like i like that they did got rid of that like i didn't particularly love having to bounce back and forth between um the other spartan spartan lock or whatever in halo 5 someone that you don't you have no uh <laughs> you you're not tethered to like i didn't really care about his story but the things that I really enjoyed were like the the grapple hook oh, yeah. fucking saved the day. Like it was so fun. Like I've never felt more like a video game in the best way possible. Where like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to li- just Spider-Man my way across this mountain range. Yes. And once you upgrade it like three or four times, you can do that. Like you can just you can just like whip thw- around and do your thing and then land on a grunt and take their gun and keep going. Like that stuff was so, so fun. Um, and I also like that. You know, like the classic Halos were pretty well known for like their glitches and stuff that you could use to break the game. And I like that there's still a, a glitch in here where you can just like fully pilot the Pelican if you get in the right way. And like oh all that stuff gosh. brought me a lot of joy uh, that I had a lot of fun as a when I was the first when I first played Halo. Because there is that mm. one the mission where they introduced a flood in the first Halo. There's a way that you can keep riding in the Pelican and it drops off and you get off. You'll just find a random Marine standing in the middle of the woods in front of a tree just saying random shit. And it ha- <laughs> gave me the exact same feeling as that. Just like driving around this big ass blimp in the sky crashing into covenant so it's so funny because this game like i I, that's something i've heard echoed by from a lot of people that it so many parts of it are a return to form or like a fulfillment Mm -hmm. of some of the promise of the first one but even Mm -hmm. i love that it's even down to the like glitchiness uh of the of the first game that's so much fun those are like there's um i mean you guys have seen it like whenever you would get blown up and like by a barrel and you go flying halfway across the map yeah. all that stuff is so fun now when like you get blown up but then you just tumble into space indefinitely for like 15 seconds like yes all that stuff brought me so much so so many endorphins came rushing back being oh yeah this was me playing halo 2 with yeah. my cousin i mean the, the, the game feels good like mm-hmm. yeah the moment to moment game feels like really good mm-hmm. they did like a really good job of like it shoots right and you like move right and the grapple hook is like mm-hmm. very very good 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's that, that just one last point. I will say like it, when you get tunneled into the, like funneled into like those tunnel missions, like whenever you get back out and you see how big the world and how mm. fun is, like fun it is, you're like, Oh yeah, this is what I'm here for. And like, it, it, I don't know if it was intentional, but like when you have to choke down a 20 minute session blasting through grunts in an mm-hmm. underground tunnel, and then you finally get to come back out and see the size of halo. You're like, Oh yeah, this is mm-hmm. all right. I'm back into it. I, this is why I'm playing this game. Absolutely. Uh, I think for me, I actually ended up, uh, I will say the open world parts definitely like were more enjoyable for me than the like tunnel sections that you would get Mm -hmm. into those classic ones, whether you're underground or in a spaceship. Uh, but for, I did actually really enjoy those for, I don't know if it was like my, my brain just like liking to go back to sort of that. Uh, those old levels like you had in Halo mm-hmm. uh, in, in many of the games. Um, but it almost broke it up a little bit too where I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. I've been exploring, not aimlessly, but I've been mm-hmm. out here forever. For, uh, I don't mind getting into like a like a hot battle for like 20, yeah. 25 minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, although, I, again, I did prefer the open world uh moments much mm-hmm. more even the bases that you could mm-hmm. find which yeah. i thought i mean i'm guessing we've brought we we've had like smaller versions of that i can even think of the first level in halo one where you arrive on the ring and mm-hmm. after some brief uh after like crossing a bridge and going up a mountain and, and up mm-hmm. near a creek you eventually find a structure that mm-hmm. is kind of like a base uh yeah, where, yeah. where mm-hmm. there are grunts there are elites mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff and I, Taya, you were talking about the the moment to moment gameplay and feeling so good in the grapple hook. Uh, the, for me, it was like I think my most the things I most enjoyed about this game were like one A grapple hook, one B gameplay because yeah, yeah, I just yeah. kept wanting to play and explore and unlock new bases and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Um, do. Zig, if you played five, do they have anything like these bases, or is this more of a no? Five, I think, I from what I remember was pretty crushingly linear. Like I feel like yeah. you're really just like going from A to B. Like there's no like, oh, let's get in a warthog and just drive around this like map for a little bit. Yeah. Like it really was like Spartan Lock has to take down Master Chief, and you're like, I don't care about. I mean, <laughs> I, I that part doesn't interest me that much. I have I have no connection to them, but yeah, um, I will say the firefighting also in number five felt um, a lot. It just felt like Call of Duty, which I'm not. A, I, I've never been a huge fan of those games. Like yeah. they're just not fun. They're too grounded for me. Like I don't need to, like all the tactical shit. Like I want to see the gun, you know, the a guy gun that horn. shoots. Yeah, the gun, yeah, I don't need a bunch of different laser sights. I want someone that giant jams a giant needle into a crystal and it shoots it. Like that's the thing that I'm into. Yes. Um, but you know, Connor, you were mentioning like the 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 gunplay. Like I will say, thinking back, like there are some moments in those like more confined spaces where like you know you shoot your grappling hook and you jump over like a giant wall and then you you grab like uh, a brute at one point through like a canister canister at me and I grappled it and threw what? it back and blew him up and like all that stuff is just so fun and so in the moment where you're like, oh, I just wanted like I wish that that was like the entire game like i feel like mm-hmm. even when you got out into the big world the open world stuff because a lot of that is like you know you have to like find the engagement it's not like action-packed mm-hmm. moment to moment which i get but like all that stuff is, is is really really hard to capture that anything else and they really did stick the landing on that stuff
Wow, was that a riveting discussion about Halo Infinite or what? Thank you for listening, again, to the preview of the Call Me By Your Game Co-op episode 19 featuring Halo Infinite with Teo Yang and Cody Ziegler. And if you would like to listen to the full version, of course, you can check us out at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. This is available at our $10 DJ Toad tier, which is the best tier. Yeah, I'm biased. I like a good DJ, but there's truly so much fun stuff for you to find there, including 18 previous episodes in this format and more to come later this year, as soon as February, because we do them monthly. This has been your host, Connor McCabe. Thank you for listening to the preview, and we will see you next week as we resume our regularly scheduled programming with a normal episode.